Welcome to the Grit. I'm Digit Murphy. I'm today coming to you live from the Advent Health Center Ice Arena in Wesley Chapel, Florida. And uh, as you guys all know, we discuss topics on the Grit related to women in sports. We have guests that are incredible women and we love to tell their stories. I'm Digit Murphy, a women's advocate and longtime NCAA ice hockey coach at Brown University, the co-founder of United Women's Sports, and also was the head coach of the two-time Clarkson Cup winning Boston Blades. That was a fun time in my life. I look back on that fondly. Just recently got back from China coaching the national team. Now I'm working on a couple of startups, which I can't tell you because if I told you I had to kill you. Just kidding, people. Uh, so today, again, like I mentioned, I'm here at the Advent Health uh, Center Ice Arena with Julie Craig Robinson. She's a, a young person from Tampa. And she's not, you know, I say a young person, young relative to me, but she's, you know, very young. <laughs> she looks very young to me. So Julie, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I, excited. I, I, I'm, I'm excited to have you on. I love that you're wearing your lightning blue today. For those people who are listening, she's in a lovely lightning blue colored uh, top go with bolts. black pants. Go Tampa. No, no. They're playing the Boston Bruins tonight when I'm down oh. here, and there's going to be a the huge worst. rivalry. And my buddy Jeff, you know what he does? He makes me wear no. a Tampa Bay Lightning shirt just to bust my chops. Yes. Ah. And and you know he makes me wear the guy uh, point. Oh uh, no, 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 point. no, no. That's on awful. point. On point. That's what he makes me say. He's so, the worst. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, we, we love it, we, and you know, we're going to talk to uh, uh, Kristen uh, Bonus, I think is her name, later on in, in the show, so it'll be, okay. it'll be fun. We're all, we're all in it together. We're all in the world. So, so Julie, one of the reasons why I have you on the show is because you're a former ice hockey player. I am. And you also coach here. So um, let's talk about your journey from a young girl, mm -hmm. uh, talk about where you grew up and how you get into ice hockey to start out. So. Let's tell um, you a story. I'll tell you a quick story. So I grew up a rink rat. Rink rat. I was in the rink 24-7. My mm -hmm. brother played. I played. I started actually figure skating mm -hmm. for 13 years. Okay. And I got to the top level of figure skating. And I got waitlisted. So I decided. You What's know, a, what do you mean waitlisted? How does that work? Meaning, you know, you get up there, you get up there, and when you want to be with the top coaches, you got to get on a list in order to get the privates. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. So you got to get a list to pay more money. Yep. And then I was just doing the same level over and over again through the cycle of figure skating. And I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. done. I'm done. I grew up on a lake my whole life, playing pond hockey with my brother and all of his tribal hockey buddies. And you're tough. I'm very tough. And my brother made sure that I was very tough yeah. growing up. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. tied yeah. me up to the goal, Love put it. some pillows in Love front it. of me and slap shots Love it. all day Love long. It. It's all good. It's all so, adversity. We talk about adversity on the grid. Oh yeah. So you grew up in adversity situation. Uh, yeah, big time. How many brothers? Just one. But, but he's intense. Mm -hmm. He coaches here too. Got it. Yeah. Now I so get it's it. a family affair. We, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> Hockey's a lifestyle. Did you guys for us. ever fight? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But so how, Big how, time. What's the uh, age differential? Four and a half years. Okay. And you're younger. I'm younger. So he beat you up. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. But he also had my back. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. we were a team. I, you know, we, we were sneaky. Isn't that important though? Like, isn't oh, that yeah. important for girls to learn that? And it's so cool that they learn from their brothers. And mm -hmm. you know, he didn't just like throw you into the Cinderella room. You know, Never. I didn't like, hey. wear, you know, I didn't wear dresses either. I yeah, wasn't I a princess. I was climbing trees, building yeah, yeah. forts. I love to tell stories about You know, that. sledding, building jumps. And this like, is in Michigan? This is in Michigan. Yeah. Yep. In the woods? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. What well, town we were was it? we were in like the lakes area, so we were about forty five minutes north, I think northwest from Detroit. Okay. So, you know, we we spent a lot of time at the Joe. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's gone. Oh. Joe Lewis is I gone. Know. Yeah, yeah. But we traveled everywhere, every okay. weekend, all day, and all the time. And you played hockey, or was so it more after figure, figure skating? skating I'm after Wait, weight, talk getting about the weightlisted. How old are you? Oh gosh, I started figure skating when I was maybe four. Okay, so you get weightlisted at 12, 13, 14. Right around, yeah, right around that. You know, isn't that the worst? Like, yeah. And you're you're right in the middle, age twelve to fourteen as a girl, mm -hmm. and you get weightlisted. Mm -hmm. Like exactly the wrong time to weightlist a girl. I was also in a rink with Tara Lipinski, so oh. let's just be but, real here. He, she, just, she got the coaching over me. You're so right. You're right. I mean, I, and I, didn't don't, have time I don't for begrudge me. them. What I begrudge is the system, mm -hmm. okay, that says between 12 and 14, that's when, well, you're just not good enough. That's exactly when you need to pick the, women, the girls mm -hmm. up and be like, you're awesome. Yeah. Don't call it waitlisted. You know, we're going to move you to, I don't know. Elite two, that's what they do in hockey. You know, they used to be right. ABC, now it's like double A, triple A. So, you know, you're not triple A, you're just double A, but keep the girls interested and empowered. Right. And it sounds like you, thank you, God you had hockey. Yes, exactly. So you hit it on the head too. There's nowhere to go right. either. Like, and I think that's something in hockey that needs to be discussed too, is like there's always we'll that, that in between of, I'm good enough to play here. I'm not quite good enough to play, you know, Pee Wee A, but mm. Pee Wee B is not right, so you might, not have that in between. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's kind of what this situation is. Right. There wasn't anything for me to plateau up to mm -hmm. while waiting. Right. So I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna go play. I'm gonna go hockey. play hockey. And I can like hit and people. I played with the I boys, and I was the on. only girl on the team. Oh wow. Oh, because there were no girls playing. Nope. And this is like when was this? Oh gosh. 90s. This was so if I was 13, we were probably maybe like 96. 97? And that's interesting right because you would think that there were, were teams, but you're right, there weren't. There Especially were not teams. in the Midwest. And you know, not for nothing, but there isn't a lot of hockey in Michigan now for girls. I mean, they, you have no. like Little Caesars and Bell's you have some of those elite, but there's Pretty not big. a lot because they don't have it in the colleges. Mm -hmm. So anyways, let's go. We're going to come back to the college thing. And, and for those of you who don't know, I'm here speaking with Julie Craig Robinson uh, from Tampa, Florida, and we're talking hockey. So let's keep going through your life. So played with the boys, did everything that I could possibly do, you know, stick and pucks, co-ed, apprentice. And then I got to an age where I was 16, 17, and I dated a guy in hockey mm -hmm. whose mom wanted to play hockey. Nice. And there was a bunch of other women that I was introduced to that wanted to play hockey. So her and I developed Start a, team. a league. Yeah, baby. And we just got a huge community of women to get involved in it. And then we started traveling and doing tournaments together. That's amazing. And that's how I went to college, just knowing that I was with, with these women. I mean, we're talking all ages, from yeah. 16 all the way up to 60 playing. That's awesome. That's And we really just wanted awesome. to develop It was a hockey something. community. It was a hockey community. So wait, so you couldn't play in the boys team? Well, I could, but. You were getting killed. No, I wasn't getting killed. I was just, you know, I wanted something more mm. for other women like me. Good for you. You know, so we just decided to, to develop this. What was the name of the league? Um, oh, God, it was Moms, Hockey Moms. Hockey Moms. It was do just they Hockey still Moms. Have it? They do, actually. Oh, they do. Good. And now there's, a, now there's like 10 teams involved, which is awesome. Well, we have to do a story on them. I want to I wanna meet them. I will, okay. I will get you introduced that, to them for put sure. Put that on the list. All right, so. After that. Go to, yeah, do that after that. After that, went to school at Michigan State, and my brother encouraged me to just go try out. 
go for the club team. Yeah, go walk on. Just see if you make it. Wait, what's it gonna hurt? Of course you. Nervous as heck. Really? I did it. Of course. And I made it. And did you did you thrive in that environment? Did were there other oh. kids that were like were you like the top player? Um, One of them? I wasn't the top player, I was the top skater. Yeah. Because of my figure, figure skating. skating background, I could skate circles around everybody. Yeah. But I needed to work on my hands. Yeah, hands. So that's, that's Did where. Did you play forward or D? D. D. Well, of course, because you could skate backwards. I can skate that backwards better than I you can skate, skate backwards. backwards. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I get mad at that because um, when you want your, uh, your D to get engaged mm -hmm. in the play, and not enough coaches inspire the D to get engaged in the play. No, they don't. And that's wrong. They don't. So we'll talk hockey after this because, you know, you're a coach now. Mm -hmm. So we'll give you some ideas on how to do that because, okay. I mean, come on. Like, you know, you had people like, now you got Tori Krug on the Bruins. I don't know who does it on the Lightning, but there's these guys that are just special players and they might as well just be a forward that plays back at D. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, we made a living at Brown doing that. Like, we, we converted all our best forwards to D mm -hmm. and this is what I used to tell them. I'd say, hey, you get on the ice twice as much. You only have 4D. You know, and we had three lines, and yeah. they'd be like, "Oh, okay, I'm in." So then we play four forwards the whole time. And that's I'm a believer, and you have goals. to know every position. Of course, you have to know how to cycle and switch and turn and go. And I'm teaching this to my oldest son right now, who well, wants to play D, but he's continuing to take the puck forward and, and score. Okay. And that's I said, good. "All right, well, maybe you need to flip back and forth between forward no, and maybe D. he just needs to play D and keep rushing the puck and tell the coach to leave, to not, well, stop putting the leash on him." Yeah. Anyways, we'll and that is that. that is true. They are putting the leash on him a little yeah. bit. No, but no putting leashes on. Probably anyone. shouldn't even be saying this, this in case flaw. they're listening. Hey, I hope I hope you know. Listening. I try to be the parent when I'm not a coach. If they're listening, back. they're learning. Yes. Right. Yes. You know, you can't yeah. learn if you don't listen. We talk true. about that all the time. So you have children. So wait, take us. So you went to you went to college. You went mm -hmm. to Michigan State. They didn't have a women's team uh, to they, speak of for varsity. Correct. Okay. So this is two thousand and three. Okay. Yep. Two thousand and three. Um, we played against some teams that had varsities. You know, there was Bowling Green, Ohio State, uh, Western Michigan. I mean, we played a lot of teams, and half of them were club, and the other half were varsity, which I couldn't understand. I'm like, if I, Ohio State has enough money to make their teams varsity sports, is how I like to categorize yeah, it. Course. That's how I look at it. Of course. Why in the heck does Michigan State not have the money to make this a varsity sport? Why when I'm also think? looking at the field hockey players, the girls' field hockey players that are getting paid buku bucks that I'm friends with. Why do you think? For scholarships. Why do you think? Why do you think? I think because they still don't have it. I know. Why do you think? I I don't want to say what I you really want to say. You need to say it. I just think there's a bunch of. Can I swear? Well, <laughs> we try to keep it rated G because we do have it. Politics. I, politics. I think politics. I think you're right. I think that I think that a lot of the decision making um, is done by the athletic directors who are primarily male mm -hmm. and really don't understand why they should have a, a women's hockey program, what mm -hmm. that would do for the women in their school to empower them, what that would do to the community to empower them. And, you know, we need more women like you that are alums speaking out and talking about mm -hmm. it and, you know, having that conversation because, you know, leadership comes in many ways, right? You look at you look at what sports does as a leadership platform. Now, if they had scholarships for you, you know, Oh my gosh, it would have been way better yeah. in high school. Probably because you know, you'd be I like, would have I actually been. I would have actually applied myself more into hockey yeah. and 
been a little bit more passionate about knowing that there was money out there for me. Yeah, and you know, unfortunately, money talks, and mm -hmm. you know, people like to be uh, rewarded for their hard work. I mean, you had to pay to play, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's nothing to be, uh, you know, bad mouthed about the club teams because I believe no. in club hockey is a magical place for some women. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, it would be okay if they had a Michigan club program and a Michigan varsity program. Michigan State, sorry, Michigan State, right? Yeah. We're talking yeah, Michigan no, State. Yeah, no, Michigan. Here. We don't but, like those Wolverines. But they don't have a team either. It's true. And you know why? This is my take on it. I think it's because they would have to share the arena with the women. So I was just going to say this. I said the politic thing, because they don't like change. They don't want to have to rearrange anything for their men. Oh, my that's God. That's, God forbid. That's already, because we always skated after the men's hockey game when At the what? ice was shredded Crap. to pieces. Crap. The doors are wide open, so it's mushy because people are going in and out of the arena. You're, you're waiting to get in the locker room because you share the same locker room as the men. So imagine what the locker room looks like after a and game. And smells like. Right. <laughs> so there was never set, there was no extra anything yep. that yep. was accommodating to us. And all the ice time fees, or all the ice time times, sorry, hand gestures. No. Um, all the ice time that you got was early morning. So we were up at 6 a.m. before we went I to know. school. Not fair. Not fair. Not fair. So you would think that with Title IX alive and well in the world that that would happen, but you know why it doesn't happen? You know why? Because you don't have to have a sport complement. Just because you have men's hockey doesn't mean you have to have women's hockey. Mm -hmm. It's all about numbers. It's all about how many people you have participating in your athletic department. And that's one of the prongs of Title IX. If you're satisfying the number of athletes relative to your student body, then it doesn't matter what sport they play. So, mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's one of the, the prongs of Title IX that schools have been able to wiggle around. But, um, you know, you look at Ohio State now, they're finally, they've got Nadine Muzzerall there as their coach. Mm -hmm. She's doing really great things. You know, you've got Wisconsin now that really is off the charts. You mm -hmm. know, they've got their own arena. They've got everything. So, you know, it's an arms race and it's, it, we take time. But the reason we're on the grit here, again, with Julie Craig Robinson of Tampa, is to keep the conversation going. Absolutely. Keep the conversation. So, so now, you let's take it to the next phase of your life where now you're in Tampa and you're coaching can we talk about this yes um, so I moved here let's say a little about three and a half years ago um, I was doing a little coaching back in Michigan where I'm from moved here and we got involved in the Brandon Ice Arena the Brandon, Brandon Ice yep. Forum I think I've had a camp um, there my brother's really heavy into coaching at a lot of different arenas okay. and once I moved here because he was here he got me involved in it. Good thing he's so supportive. Yeah. So we actually, um, we got introduced to Vinny LeCavier okay. from the Lightning. Yep. And he was doing some coaching with the Mites because he has a son over there, Gabe. I have a son, two sons, eight and six. Cute. So they started skating as well. So we were doing a lot of Mite programs, mm -hmm. a lot of stick and pucks, mm -hmm. um, rack hockey. Yep over there and then this rank is obviously in the midst of being built when I get here. And you're like salivating. I'm like waiting and waiting because yeah, yeah, yeah. that, that drive to Brandon back yeah. and forth with oh. traffic was oh. brutal. Um, so as soon as this one opens up, we move over here and we start the same type of programs at this rank right. as they had over there. Awesome. awesome. So I mean, I'm pretty much here six out of seven days a week oh. helping out my brother. Your coaching hockey mom? My, my, my husband's also a coach. Oh, awesome. Oh, yeah, I'm a huge hockey So guy. you're like way into the hockey culture. Yeah. So we what live kind of advice it. do you have for hockey moms out there that, you know, oh. you know, from a, from a mom's perspective, 
you know, are you the kind of mom that's like banging on the glass and yelling at the reps or, you know, like, um, you know, no. do we want to condone that behavior? <clears throat> I was that type of sister, but I'm not that kind of mom because right. now I have to take a step back and I have to know that my actions reflect onto my son who's that playing out percent. on the ice. And you know what? When I'm coaching, that's my job. Yeah. And you got to yell at the As reps. a mom, yeah. you're not the coach. So button it up. Zip it. Watch. Don't yell. Mm -hmm. Don't get emotional because when you're emotional, your kid gets emotional. Absolutely. When your kid gets emotional, he starts screwing up on the ice or he starts to freak out. Yeah, because they get anxious. They're and then it makes kids. it hard on the coach to coach that child because yep. they're still looking over at mom and dad who are freaking out on the stands about why they're not either getting ice time, why they're messing up why they keep looking up to them and you're trying to tell them not to look up to you. You know, it's, 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 it's phenomenal to stay me. Stay to yourself, be a parent, not a coach, do the right things for your kids, get them there on time. Don't rush your kids, make sure they're doing what they're supposed to do. Cause I'm a big believer in grades Yes. too. Do you take hockey away for the grades? Absolutely. Me too. I, I have a saying that. in my house, if you don't get the grades, you don't get the blades. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Love that. Don't yeah. get the grades. Don't get the blades. Everyone needs yeah. to go after that saying. Again, it's coined to me by Julie Craig Robinson <laughs> of Tampa. Let's get a hashtag going. You don't get the grades. You don't get the blades. I love it. Um, you know, and, and, and it's, it's amazing to me that that's just common sense what you said, you mm -hmm. know, about zip it, let the kid play. Like, why do these parents get so crazy involved? I don't get it. It's like, they're not playing. Mm -mm. Like, it's like you offended them if, you know, you don't give your kid ice time. Like, mm -hmm. it's not mighty might hockey all the time. You, you said know? it best right there. It's might. It's might. Oh, I this can, is I might can... hockey. People are yelling. Yes. Oh my I'm just thinking if it's might and just don't. Just let him play. Yeah. The, and take it steady, slow and steady. You know, it's supposed to be fun. If you make it not fun this early, they're You'll not going to want to play. And all your money that you've just invested is out the window. And, you know, I think parents get into it for the wrong you know, wrong reasons, too. Like, they think it's an investment. Like, mm -hmm. if they started to flip their mind around how you should view sports, is it's, it's something that kids learn through. It's almost like, mm -hmm. it's like sports school. Like, and then coaches should be teaching, like, educators, not like, like people that are in the NHL. Yeah, it's that crazy. Is, that is very true. And I think I think setting the tone as a coach is the most important. Absolutely. And teaching and a brotherhood, teaching loyalty, teaching life skills. That's what hockey is supposed to be there for. Yeah, but a lot Not of everyone's going to make it to the loss. NHL. It's all about wins and losses. It's all about the payback. No, that's no, what no, they're no. Saying. You have to see that's it as a, a tool for them to be tool. better people right. in life. You hear that? Julie Craig Robinson from Tampa says that. Let's go, people. Let's go. Let's go. So, all right. So here's where we're going to go with this. Last, last topic is being a young mom in Tampa, you know, uh, taking care of yourself. You know, there's a lot of women out there like mm -hmm. you that are trying to do it all. Their parents, their wives, their mothers. Like, do you have a social life? How do you keep it together? How do you take it? I mean, just for those of you listeners, you can't see her. She's in in great shape you know how do you do it what are your secrets well my workouts are hockey I don't go to the gym I hate the gym okay but thank you for that's the compliment okay, that's you good. don't look so bad yourself well you know for an old lady <laughs> um, so just doing it all I mean you have to make time for yourself and you have to take time for your family it's all about compartmentalizing yeah. everything 
you know, making sure you have your, your priority list straight. You know, what's at the top, what's at the bottom, and grit. You, yeah. you're, you're, get through it. Yeah, grit. This is what sports have taught you. You get up, you do it, you fight through it, and you, you make it work. And it's not about just, you know, your job. It's about every mm -hmm. day getting up and being gritty, right? It's yeah. like, you know, all right, got to get the kids to school. All right, got to pack the lunches. All right, got to yeah. take them to soccer, whatever it is. And I think a lot of women, sometimes they get tired and they, they forget about themselves. Oh, yeah. So, like, do you have any tips? Like, do you eat right? Do you sleep right? Do you hydrate? Like, talk a little bit about your routine because there are, you know, and you're young, you know, you've got young kids, but some other listeners could benefit from your advice what do you got so I am a big believer in not really standing still <laughs> um, because I, I used to work I used to work 60 hours I used to be in the finance world I, I was used to waking up early and going to bed late sorry I it's okay. I keep, um, hey, just for listeners who don't know, she keeps banging the table because she's passionate. And I I'm keep very passionate. Not to because, you know, like maybe you guys can hear it, but go ahead. Keep I have a routine. I wake up every day at 6. I get my kids off to school, and then I come home, and it's work on the house. It's work, work, work. Yeah. I make sure that I'm prospecting new jobs because that's something I'm trying to do with myself right now. Yeah. I'm the gardener, I'm the painter, I'm the landscaper. Love I don't it. hire anybody to do anything. Love I it. learn everything on my own. And YouTube. Fix. Oh, YouTube's yeah. awesome. YouTube. I built my whole garden on YouTube. Yep. yep. I fix everything on my own. I make sure that stuff gets done. Yep. If I make a promise to my kids, I make sure I get it done. That's, I'm a big believer in that. I'm constantly, constantly looking for new things to get into as well. Awesome. I'm not a sit on the couch, watch TV, go have mimosas with my girlfriends type. I love that. You, you know, know? Cause, but there are a lot of women like that. And, uh -huh. you know, I, think I don't understand I those think women. No, I don't either. I think they're missing out. I think, you know, work makes the world go round. Mm -hmm. Well, awesome. So do you have like website or anything like that? Or is there like somewhere you want to pump your hockey program? Uh, um, I mean, the crunch. the crunch. The okay. crunch. Tell us about the crunch. The crunch is basically advent health center ice advent health that is center ice. that is their team i do the mites we do mites on rec fridays okay so come come out and play we'll teach a kid how to skate yeah and, um that's and every you do friday boys night. and girls boys and girls girls especially but we we have about a handful right let's now let's get more girls out there we need let's more get girls, more girls out, out there. there you got your role model the julie craig robinson here uh come out and play for the crunch i love that name I know. I love that name. Right? So thanks so much for it. Give me a high five. It's great. So I'm here, Digit Murphy, at the Advent Health Center Ice at the Grit Live. And uh, for Julie Craig Robinson, we are out.